This week's episode is brought to you in part by FNX Fit, a fitness supplements brand that can get you hooked up with all of your pre, post, during workout needs as well as other nutritional supplements. Use checkout code CARLPOOLING at fnxfit.com to get 15% off your order. been a minute since our last episode and i want to first start out with an apology I, you've come to expect a certain cadence from us that cadence is often sporadic and we haven't we haven't lived up to that potential i do want to tell you though there's a good reason why we've been missing and that's because uh, hold on what is that a spirit hunter my co-host has died of monkeypox and i've turned on the recording now i'm in the middle of a seance which i, I think is working just barely to try and talk to him from beyond the grave hunter hunter are you there Ooh, chris <laughs> you forged a chain of republicanism in life it looks like this hunter can you do that same can we take this again yeah can you do that same bit but with a little bit of a lisp oh sorry yeah <laughs> how do you ooh with a lisp like oogity boogity right. it's impossible it hurts do you want to just take it from the top let's just take it from the top okay. right, 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 oh, right, right, here right. we go and hey everyone i just want to come right out and say it i'm so sorry that we've been missing you've come to expect a uh, uh a systematic release of episodes from us and we haven't lived up to that potential there is a good reason though okay uh hunter my co-host and family member has actually died of monkeypox. Ooh, i'm, 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 I'm currently fabulous <laughs> christopher i've come back from the dead <laughs> am i am i doing what you asked me to do <laughs> Have I have I done it appropriately? Yes, yes, <laughs> gay ghost of hunter. Sorry. Tell me, tell me about your final days as a monkey poxed. They went uh, as you monkey... would have expected. <laughs> yes, I suppose they must have. Yeah, I suppose they must have. Well, that's uh, the end of our show. It's been great, everybody. They buried you in leather, so you're you. <laughs> are eternally resting doing what you love oh no uh oh no. yeah so so actually uh it's a miracle hunter's made a miraculous recovery and he's back with us um and he's been completely cured yeah of homosexuality oh and it didn't take nearly as much volts as many volts as you would think <laughs> also so that's great news Hunter, that's welcome awful. back to the land of the living it is yeah. but that's the show that's kind of our <laughs> brand now so um oh. look here's the thing monkeypox let's not look down our nose at it um it's a global health emergency and we should take it seriously and uh and uh, i know we can we can have a little bit of fun but seriously uh i can't pretend like i care about this no one I, no one i know is gonna catch it so it's fine well you know like there's a very simple way not to catch it and the other thing is it's clearly not covid like, also it's not it's not homosexuality it's monogamy right like, right monogamy pretty much you're pretty much fine yeah. so um, yeah 
do that one. It works for a lot of those diseases. And, and the thing that's crazy about it too is like I remember monkeypox being a thing for several months now. If you'll remember, Chris, you know when this COVID thing got started, it was like, wow, New York is dead in a month. You know, like it. Yeah. And I, I'm paraphrasing things a little bit there, but like monkeypox has been around for a while, and I just got like the alert on my phone from Eleven Alive News that in Georgia we are up to a thousand cases. And so, you Wait, know, 8,000 or a 1,000, a 1,000 cases, right? Wow. So, I mean, like, yes, yes, it's bad. Yes. I feel for all those people. I don't want people to be sick. I hate that there's pain and disease in the world and all that. But at the same time, yeah. mark yourself safe from monkey pox on grinder. Sure. A thousand, yeah. a thousand cases in all of Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Uh, let how how in the world is this a global health crisis? This right. is a, we we live in the upside down laugh, laughing town world. Yep, it, yep. That, that's is totally crazy. And also, be homosexual if you'd like to be homosexual. Um, how about when there's a new and it's not actually very new. That's why we already have a vaccine. A yeah, vaccine for it. It's a slight adjustment of a previous a previously treated disease. But how mm-hmm. about when there's a new uh, sexually transmitted disease running around? Just just put it away for a minute. Yep. Just Seems fair. Look, just put it away for a second. I do it all the time. I do it in between every time I pee. Just do <laughs> like that. Do it a little bit longer. Yeah, like maybe and a whole day. <laughs> or like I, I don't know how last like two weeks. Have you seen any of the pictures, Hunter? Uh, yeah, a few. That's I'm not like bone going, chilling. I'm stuff, not like going out <laughs> looking for it. I'm know? not googling it regularly. It's yeah. not up on the desktop right next to your face right now. Right, 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 right. but. It's a. Uh, it is terrifying. Also, how much do you have to enjoy sexual copulation to see those pictures and be like, "I'll take the risk." You know, <laughs> there's I do. there's nothing on in this planet that I love that much. There there is a certain element of carpe diem that goes along with that lifestyle, and I feel yeah. that that's probably just factored in. You know, change a couple letters in diem. Anyhow. Let's carpe the rest of this show. Guys, thank Dime? you for joining us. This is Carl Pooling. Hey, by the way, it's a show that will get you fired. Um, <laughs> if we haven't made that unbearably clear yeah. in the intro section. Yeah. Uh, if you are suffering with monkeypox, uh, reach out to us. We'd love to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. And we won't make fun of you. I mean, hold on. Let me be clear. We'll make fun of you to a similar level that we would make fun of anyone else, but it would be uh, it would be super interesting to get your to get your take. Absolutely, and and yeah. maybe you got it from an ulterior means. There's there was one uh, article about a, f- a gay couple in L.A. Mm-hmm. that uh, let their dog sleep in the bed with them, and then the dog developed monkeypox as well. And I was like, "We're not. Is anybody going to make a call?" No, we're just going to let it go. And I think that was actually very mature of us as a race <laughs> and as a country. Just well, how mature like, is it? Uh, how mature <laughs> of us is it that now it's a news article and you're you're talking about it? <laughs> well, could, could you well, answer that? Because the CDs, well, because the CDC released guidance, it was like, hey, maybe don't hug your dog <laughs> <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> what a beautiful what a beautiful world we live in. Thanks, CDC. Um, it's a show that'll get you fired. We talk about philosophy and 
and religion and art and science and everything that's important in politics. And we have a, a full show coming at you today. There's been it's been both a fast and slow news cycle. Yeah, there's been a lot of things going on at the, some things that are, are pretty unprecedented. But then you look at the actual fallout of such things and you're like, this kind of become par for the course and status quo. And I don't know how much this really changes. So we'll get into all of it today. But thank you again for joining us. Before we do such a thing, Hunter, mm-hmm. as is my right, as king, you must award to me immediately the prize from the sacred forest, the roadkill, which you have slain. I don't know how you got a road in a forest, but whatever. We'll, 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 we'll edit it in post. Um, Liz Cheney lost re-election, and she's already talking about a run for the White House and comparing herself to Abraham Lincoln. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like three Abraham Lincolns duct taped together. <laughs> First off. Is that... Oh. <laughs> she's not that tall. Anyway. <laughs> You're like three somersaulting Abraham... You're effectively an Abraham Lincoln snowman. <laughs> Liz Cheney is the biggest joke. Let, let me say this. Liz Cheney did not lose her seat because she supported Donald Trump. Liz Cheney lost her seat because she turned her back on every single Republican. Yeah. And pre- pretended that every single every single Republican, except for her, was a January 6th MAGA boy buffalo hat wearing insurrectionist of which there are practically none Mm -hmm. in the entire movement. There was like 150 of them. They've all been arrested now. Yeah. And, and she, she threw her entire side, her entire party under the bus because she got, she got allured by the newfound, strange new respect that you find from the left. Whenever you're willing to attack your, your brothers, she is, she's a turncoat of the highest order and in in a arena where politics is team sports and politics is blood sports she made a a large mistake a large mistake and for her to think that she can ride that coalition into the white house is the emperor's new closest thing that you could possibly think i mean that the people that are respecting you right now hate you right <laughs> they hate you they danced on the grave of your father these people hate you yes and you're now they're patting you on the head because you did what they wanted you are a fool Liz Janie yeah a unmitigated fool Hunter thoughts um you know I I it's just kind of incredible that you would think you the, the political machinations to this are just absurd Right, like the where, where do you think the pie is coming from that's going to support your run as presidency? Yeah, like it just it just doesn't make any sense. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but she should be smarter than that. Like she should absolutely know that's the truth. You know, I'm not trying to say like whoever is feeding her information on the back end or whatever either is lying or she's just believing that you know this is where she needs to go. And I, I'll say this. The, the principle of standing up to Donald Trump's actions on January 6th, I'm fine with that. I, don't, I think there's some stuff that happened. There's obviously some stuff that happened that day that is absolutely abhorrent, and there's some things, the way that Trump responded to it, that I don't think are right at all. That being said, you have to understand that there's, there's a political game that's taking place there too, 
right? And all the politics of the January 6th commission and everything that's going on there. And it it's not because those people actually want to do the right thing. It's because yes. they want to score political points with the people who are going to vote for them. And you are playing yeah. into that problem as a politician going along with that. And so I think there's a way to do what Liz Cheney did. And I think a lot of uh, Republicans did this have a principled stance, but also realize that you're a politician, right? And not and, and don't give the other side fuel to get them votes in a sense. Um, so it's kind of yeah, yeah. bizarre. It, it's, it's this simple for me. For one, I, I don't currently have any evidence nor any reason to believe that Donald Trump orchestrated or was involved in the planning of any type of insurrectional affair at the at the White House and the Capitol building yep. on January 6th. He said very clearly, go peacefully protest. It's about as straightforward as it can get now. Once it happened, I don't think he was like super bummed. I don't no. think he was like, oh, oh darn, dang. Just stop that. Which he should have been. He should have been. The people who are using this as political fodder were the people that let the Chaz Chop protesters take over the Capitol Hill zone. Yes in seattle for a month Mm -hmm. and terrorized families the murder rate spiked to a billion absolutely nobody died on january 6th other than ashley babbitt who was one of the protesters it's like and and you could say that there's possibly some cops that died of complications afterward that's probably true a little bit debatable um but there wasn't like 14 people dying in a weekend like Mm -hmm. there was in chop so it's like these these people don't give a a giant frosty darn about about insurrection they just want to score political points so if you're liz cheney and you you think that 156 people like walking into the capitol building chilling for a bit and then getting arrested is the greatest threat to democracy that we've ever seen i think you're a fool and the people the people who you are supporting with that think you're a fool as well and by the way they are they are smiling at you but they are laughing behind their teeth they are will use you until you're useful look before Dick Cheney died, he said that Donald Trump was the greatest threat to uh, the American political system that the country has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Wherever the Cheney family is getting their intel, they're just wrong. Well, I th- they they are just wrong. I'm I'm kind of having to reach back into my old old school brain, but there seems to be a alignment a little bit with the old school Republicans who were pro war with the new Democratic Party in some to some extent. Um, especially with all these new defense contracts that have been going around. A, a lot of the overshadowy control stuff really just lines up well with that Patriot Act nonsense sure. and everything yeah. like that. And Glenn Greenwald's done a, I, I'm really not going into the details there very well. If you want to go read some of Glenn Greenwald's articles, kind of linking some of that, that's kind of where I'm getting that information from. And mm-hmm. if anyone knows about uh, that aspect, it has to be the guy that uh, worked with Snowden, right? So, right. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that, I mean, there's something certainly true to that, that not Snowden, uh, big dad, who's the big, other guy, Assange. Assange, I believe, is who he worked with. Excuse me. Could have been Snowden. Um, who, who even knows I mean, the well, difference? Snowden worked with Assange anyway. Yes. But I knew what you meant. Yes. Um, the, at, at any rate, there's this, there's this similar thread that certainly in, runs through both, which is daddy government knows best. And that's the spirit that the Patriot Act is born yep. out of. It's the spirit that that uh liz cheney declaring she's going to run for president is born out of it's Mm -hmm. the idea that that the build back better act the green new deal take your pick you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying it's all it's all out of the same out of the same milieu there uh liz liz cheney you are a rhino 
at the Democrat Zoo, and they are parading throngs of people in front of your enclosure and pointing at you and saying, look at our new pet. And when you are no longer profitable, you will be sold for rhino scrap, which I don't think is worth that much, other than the fact that there's just so very much of it. Moving on to today's top story. Hunter, we have three top stories. Ooh! And I hate being self-congratulating, but I'm gonna do that's it just anyway. so much. That's so much value. Yeah, for one podcast. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Like most times you get into a podcast and they just tell they talk about one thing. We're tripling the value proposition immediately. Yeah, in the same amount of time. Not because we didn't have other things to talk about. Exactly. Stop it. That, well, that's ridiculous. That's we ridiculous. Are, <laughs> here's what we've managed to do for you using a new proprietary formula. We've yeah. crammed three times as much. story yeah into the same amount of time to maximize your listening efficiency what we do is we take the parabola of your interest and we multiply it by the hypotenuse of your three hours later and that's the show everybody thanks for tuning in so (laughs) okay uh, oh what times we've shared together anyhow outro music and buy buy our stuff because you're fat buy our supplements it's a it's, it's it's a conservative show (laughs) <laughs> it's the only thing we can sell in theory you guys work out yeah uh we all saw the buffalo guy buffalo on head no shirt on chest and that look he wasn't not cut okay <laughs> all right I'm getting monkey pox just thinking about it no nope. so our three top stories this week three and they all have a central theme it's why we're discussing them together yeah they are as follows the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. Woo, now, woo, woo, woo. if you're a hardcore MAGA guy, gird thy loins. It's not going to be a slam dunk. <laughs> There's a reason good. that it's only a third of the show. Because we, I, I, we care, but not for the reason that you care. Two, it's, uh, it's the, the tar pit bill, the veterans tar pit bill, which is interesting. And then three... And this will tie everything together. It is the reduce the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm-hmm. Boy, howdy! So let's start with let's start with the raid at Mar-a-Lago, and we'll we'll build out the case for the relationship between these three stories and what we should do in the face of them, and and really this meta problem that isn't going to be new to anyone, but that we need to keep at the center of our political and socio sociological mindset because it is the defining factor of our political and social landscape right now Mm -hmm. in my opinion the raid on mar-a-lago first of all let's just acknowledge some facts it is absolutely unprecedented and a little bit crazy it is It it is there's nothing quite like this yeah yeah as a comparison hillary clinton I'm sorry I had to do this to you. It you hurts. were probably having a fine day before I said that. <laughs> but I've already mentioned Liz Cheney. So it's like, what's another what's another skeletal blonde for you? Nancy Pelosi. I mean, maybe at one time she was. You There's can't... a story about Nancy Pelosi came out that I, I don't even know how to bring up on this show. Okay, that's great. Did she <laughs> eat we'll someone in Taiwan? I mean, it, what happened? It looks like she might have. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, we didn't talk about Nancy Pelosi in Taiwan at all, did we? No. Let's do that real quick. Okay. Nancy Pelosi in Taiwan. Good on you, Nancy. Balls of steel. Balls of steel. Like I, for someone that I am not a fan of and will never be a fan of, you did the right thing. Yep. Whether you did it for the right reasons or not, who can say? It doesn't redeem the bad things you've done, but America could have. We could do with a lot more of standing up to our enemies on the on the world stage instead of uh, instead of kowtowing to them like you and President Biden did in Afghanistan. So, pats on the head where they're due. You did the right thing in Taiwan. Good work, Nancy. Uh, Are we done? You you definitely definitely never want to be against Nancy Pelosi. That woman has been in Congress for far too long several and, millennia at this and, point. and has the ability to say literally anything to make someone look foolish dumb and it doesn't matter because guess what she's still there you know she's still there she's still in fact, there i think i think that there's a pentagram etched into the floor of the house of congress how did you find out about my pentagram <laughs> <laughs> i knew it listen interdimensional clockwork demons uh, I think that I think that the, it, they just inter her there, and then every every six hundred and sixty six years perform a, b- a blood ritual yeah. to bring her back, and she runs for office and wins. Yeah, I, I don't think I think she's always been with us, and she will always be with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that just one cycle of that exceeds the age of the union. That's not important right now. You hush, hush. shut up, you. Yeah. Um, and I think that Elizabeth Warren is the reincarnation of Sacagawea. Oh. Regardless, uh, let's get back to to the Mar-a-Lago. raid on Mar-a-Lago. Hillary Clinton yeah. literally had classified documents on her home server. She had them on her computer. And when she got subpoenaed, she used BleachBit, which is a program to destroy data on a hard drive she used bleach bit to clean everything out so that it couldn't be seized and they couldn't they couldn't charge her for mishandling documents effectively the warrant that trump has it's it vague is very vague and they do allege is somewhat allege a crime or they have probable cause of a crime they use the espionage act to to get there and the espionage act is almost impossible to enforce one of the reasons it's impossible to enforce is because donald trump can declassify could have declassified anything he wanted to he can declassify things by going that's declassified like there's not like a database where he's got to go click on and say oh declassified he can just he can say whatever he wants to say and it's declassified actually there is a database and he didn't click save when he exited out he didn't click save he didn't click save it doesn't auto it's the government it's the government (laughs) yeah in fact there's two buttons video games have been doing this since like i don't know the 30s i don't Ah. know what's an old video game like oh frogger look at him go pretty sure uh Uh, pinball you know pinball would save your game You could pause Pong, my guy. <laughs> you guys miss funding for 30 seconds and have to shut down Yosemite. Like, it's not... What What do you have to do? It's a park. It's just outside. You're like, yeah, but we can't do it. You can't keep it open. It's open by, des- by default. There's wolves. It's out over- in the open. 
there's wolves just around the, uh, uh, you know, just lying on strewn, going, what shall we eat? <laughs> they, they completely shut down. They're like, no, we've been furloughed. <laughs> the rabbit walks by, and they're like, just go. Just get out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. Oh, God, the government's so freaking stupid. This is the um, best. But she, she bleaches all of her bits. Yeah. She couldn't have declassified anything. So if she had anything there that was <laughs> easy on her, <laughs> if she had anything there that was classified, she doesn't have the defenses that Trump has. Also, she knew that they were going to come looking at for yeah. it before. That's why she had the opportunity to wipe her hard drive. This is clear obstruction of justice on top of the fact that she couldn't declassify anything and nothing happens. Yeah. Nothing. It's insane. Trump gets a mystery raid in the middle of the night and you look at the vagueness of this of this uh, warrant and it's just it's, hey, see if you find anything there. Check the couch cushions. Maybe Hunter Biden's left some crack in the, in the seat <laughs> cushion. It's just like whatever. Just sees everything. I saw a picture... Uh, a Photoshop of Merrick Garland wearing yeah, the Melania's undergarments yeah. and, or whatever it was. And like, yeah, the, the raid was very successful. <laughs> they, they ended up stealing Trump's passport. Yep. And, and the correct word is stealing. It's stealing. They have to return it now yep, because yeah, yeah, the, yeah. it wasn't in the warrant. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. He's the guy, the one out of only 45 people in the history of the country who could declassify documents on a whim. And you went and said, oh, well, those documents were classified. And seized everything, and this is completely political and unique. There's no way you can take the what how the FBI treated Hillary Clinton and how the FBI treated Trump for the same exact offense yeah. and say that there's any equitable treatment of the crimes involved. I want to put one caveat on what you said, which is, yeah. as far as we know at the moment, right, nothing they took— rises to the level of being like oh my god how could trump right there could be something like that lurking in the shadows it's weird that somebody hasn't said something in that regard with this being like the top line news story for a couple of days at this point yeah um you know so it's like i don't necessarily expect that but i think it's wise to keep that door open but you're right. This is insane. If this is if this is what we have seen to this point, it's a gross overreach of justice. It's the swamp coming to get Trump. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it, well, it, and, and, and in an FBI that's like leakier than a dollar store condom, it's impossible that we don't know anything at this point. Also, the, the I mean, think about all the things that they leaked to BuzzFeed. Think about all the things that they've leaked to the press to yeah. hurt Donald Trump. Yeah. And then they, they seize all these documents and they're just like, so anyway, it's been four days. Like, it's just, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. No, hold on a second, though. Do I know... That there's nothing that they'll yeah. find that is illegal, that rises to the level of a crime, maybe even a high crime. Absolutely not. Would I be insanely surprised if they find the smoking gun? No. I don't. As I've said before, I see what you're saying, yeah, it's I don't. Trump, I right? don't think it's Trump. I don't trust him that much. Sure. He, he makes a ton of unforced errors. Yes. We will look back on his legacy, and it will be a mostly good legacy highlighted by unforced errors mm -hmm. that is that is the legacy of trump that and can they find something to string him up on maybe i'm I'm not defending trump here what i am saying yeah is that this is 
this is completely unprecedented and it is a politicization a politicization of our law enforcement apparatus yeah yeah that is what i'm saying yeah so leave the trump issue the trump 2024 issue aside for a moment no matter what happens next the fbi has to go i mean this is this is secret police tin pot third world dictatorship nonsense is what this is you know dude and i know i go on this rant a lot it amazes me that mk ultra happened and everyone is so sanguine about any federal government agency it's like yes and it's like it's just crazy to me like i i I don't understand how they got away with that i just don't how did how and i don't mean like how did they get away with carrying out MK Ultra. How do they get away still being like the same organization that everybody loves and trusts and everyone is fine with? Like how? Like you literally took Americans, you tricked them with prostitutes and then got them high on LSD. Like that's how they got away with it, Hunter. Have you ever oh. tried to trick someone and then tried to trick them with a prostitute? Second one, way easier, honestly. <laughs> but they're called they're called tricks. <laughs> like it's in the name. It's in the name. They should have known. Uh, but but you know Anyhow. what I'm saying? Like how how did how did how did we come out of the 70s? How, how did they live that? How did you survive that how is interaction? It Fifty years from that interaction, and nothing's done to tarnish that. Like how? It's, it's not only that nothing's been done through things like the the Patriot Act. Yes, it's gotten and, worse. And yeah, they, they've gone from a federal law enforcement body mm-hmm. to an intelligence agency we've given them additional power mm-hmm. you know they're not the cia and i don't i'm not a huge fan of the cia yeah but the cia is an intelligence agency yeah they play by different rules than law enforcement and we need people who can play by different rules than law enforcement mm-hmm. but the fbi spends the vast majority of their time spying and and interacting on american citizens yeah they're they're enforcing our federal laws and it is it is obscene to me that the the intelligence apparatus has had so many foibles and yet we just continue to give them more power yeah or thought that they were the good guys or wanted to be them when we grew up you know like what are we doing it's insanity agent Mulder. yeah that's goalie yeah Hmm. Sufficient to say, this is this is Orwellian behavior. This is this is Russia in 1925 behavior. Mm-hmm. This is this is secret police behavior. Mm-hmm. Now we we can act like it's not. We can make a different name for it, and you can go, oh, but everybody knows about it, and it's just Trump, etc. Here's what just happened: the DOJ, Merrick Garland. Um, who you can look up Merrick Garland's history and all the things he says has said about his relationship to Obama, etc. That's the guy. That's the guy who okayed a warrant on the prospective candidate of the opposing party in the next election. Mm-hmm. He used the apparatus of the government to try and take down his prospective opponent. That is. That's secret police stuff. Yeah. That's that is that is authoritarian nonsense. Yeah, and it's one of the things too that's interesting about that is it's the FBI and the CIA 
uh, well, really the FBI, you know, this is getting a little weird, but like, there's not a conservative bent in the FBI. You know, the FBI has made mistakes in one direction for the past 10 years. You know what I mean? And so it's like, if you wanted to call that fourth estate or whatever, like, well, that's journalism, excuse me. But if you wanted to call like the, uh, you know, you know, that is a body in American politics, you know, that sits outside of the regular three branches that no conservative voice seems to have any influence upon. Right. And so like when Trump was in office, you know, the FBI didn't go in and find out stuff about, you know, didn't raid his place or anything like that. Um, who, who was the group that was it the, who, who found the laptop? Was that a tip to Rudy Giuliani? It, it was a yeah. It was it was the guy who owned the laptop repair shop. I can't remember his name. Sent it directly to Rudy, effectively. Right. So there's your you know on the ground journalism or whatever. But but it, it just seemed. I, I think that's right. I think you got that right. But it just seems bizarre to me. Um. Anyway, you get what I'm trying to say is like, it's almost it's an unelected body that does that's not sympathetic to one political party. And I'm not saying that's you know the the fbi should be playing politics i'm not saying that what i'm saying is it's a political influence that republicans have no access to which is crazy but anyway it should be the arm of the executive it should be how it's designed correct it should be the arm of the executive and the executive should not be a political actor the the executive has basically in the constitution two methods by inf- uh, of influencing the politics of the country the internal mm-hmm. politics of the country executive order which is exceptionally exceptionally restricted in the original reading of the constitution yeah. yep. not what we know them by today yep. and second veto power yep and then congress has the opportunity to override a veto this is it and past that he is supposed to take the laws made in the legislature and the interpretation made in the judiciary and enforce that interpretation and that law. Mm. That is it. Mm. And these, these agencies have got, have got to go. They, they have, they are a shadow government and I'm not being conspiratorial. They are an inaccessible shadow government within our government. They were never intended to work the way that they are currently working. They are unconstitutional. These people have more power than our elected representatives Mm -hmm. in many cases. And they are immune to votes. And in the case of President Trump, based on the current setup, it looks like they're even immune to a a bull in a china shop anti anti yes. state president coming into office yeah. like it, 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 they're untouchable at this point and when ron DeSantis wins in 2024 he needs to eliminate them uh, we've talked about this enough but the fbi the cia the nsa the cdc the doj the several of the branches of government and the top brass there they need to be they they need to be cleansed and purified with fire. Are you saying These, that we need to drain the swamp? Yeah, except for I hate saying that because <laughs> Trump said that like it. a million times and never did it. Yeah, no, you're right. You know it what I'm saying? And, broken campaign I, promise for sure. Yeah, and, and possibly the biggest one. And now he comes back and says, I'll do it this time. 
you had your chance, homie. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, you had your chance. You didn't do it. It's uh, crazy on two levels to me. It's crazy on the fact that the FBI could be used in this way, and then it's crazy that everyone just seems fine that this in a in a country where we're supposed to elect our political apparatuses that rule over us. The fact that we just created one in the executive branch that seems untouchable by both political parties. It's like, what what in the world is going on there? And like, it just, it smells so bad. It's so against the values of what everyone says they believe. And it needs to be removed immediately. Or it needs to be reformed to perform its original purpose. There, that's probably what I would like to say. Okay. Yeah. What's next? Yeah, it, it is. Tar pits. It is crazy and and suffice to say Merrick Garland made this legal with the stroke of a pen yeah and there should be nothing that lets this be legal so I don't care I don't care if Trump had had 57 dead hookers in the basement of Um, Mar-a-Lago I don't care maybe (laughs) I don't care if Pete Buttigieg was tied up down in the basement and they were distilling pure monkeypox from him i don't care we'll handle that in our in its own time you cannot use the fbi like this you yeah, cannot it's crazy it, it is the secret police it is unacceptable for a country that should be dedicated to liberty um let's say let me take a minute to to say this as well hunter mm-hmm. uh back to monkeypox i know what you're thinking i can't yep. get it off my mind and <laughs> there's no reason for that other than i find it hilarious okay <laughs> The CDC, not the CDC, I'm sorry. The WHO <laughs> said, said that they were considering changing the name because monkeypox is racist. <laughs> and it's like, guys, I wasn't thinking it until you just you said, said it, it, which means you were thinking it. So who's the racist now, CDC? Yeah, it's, it's like... No, no one, no one else was like, "Oh yeah," because black people. We were too busy on the gay thing, and then you're like, "Well, it's racist," um, and we're like, "What the heck, dude? Like, relax." <laughs> Whoa! Not every time you hear that word, you have to think that it's racist. I think that's like, your prejudice showing yeah, there. <laughs> I think that is on you, <laughs> <laughs> and that makes sense because, like, what are they based in Brussels? Anyhow, yeah, that was. I read that headline and I was like, well, now it is. <laughs> well, now it is. But you've rewritten history. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if oh, like God. that word in a different translation is like that word is more closely associated. That would be interesting, but I doubt it. Hundred. Let me just, I'm going to run a quick thought experience with you okay, yeah. real quick here. Yeah. Do you think that every every language has a word for the animal monkey? No. Okay, My, <laughs> right. moving right along, and <laughs> let's go to our second top story. No, but <laughs> the tar pits. Yep. Listen, uh, there's we, we've got to be clear on this one. Okay, tar pits probably not good, as far as I can tell. Bad. Apparently, they were burning a lot of bad things in them. If you breathe those bad things in, I don't know that that cowboy will come and call you about mesothelioma and see oh, if you yeah. want to be a part of his lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. Love him. Cowboy. I wonder Stan. if he can adopt me. No, 
He doesn't he want to. He's probably going to die soon. Do you have mesothelioma? I don't. He one time I talked to you. one of the representatives for like, I don't know, probably like an hour and 10 minutes nice. pretending that my cat had mesothelioma. <laughs> and I just kept saying her, her, her. Yeah. And eventually they were like, well, how tall is she? And I was like, uh, about one foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they were not pleased. Anyhow, uh, so this bill pokes its head up. Yeah. On the surface, seems totally fine. It mm-hmm. provides some... It's got a nice some, name. Yeah, it's the Veteran Tar Pit Relief Act. Like the Patriot Act. In in Vietnam and Laos in Cambodia and these different places, these different theaters, we have burnt chemicals in pits that our soldiers were exposed to, and they have developed medical complications in the aftermath of that. That's Bad. the basic... Yeah, that's the basic upshot. And let me be clear. Those people deserve to be taken care of. Our our veterans who are injured while they are serving that should should be looked after. Yeah. Um uh, I don't think that gives them a, a right to be completely non-productive when they come back to America. Uh I, unless they're injured beyond repair, but I do think that that they should be compensated for their injuries as as well as we possibly can and yep. that should be as a society uh that has our priorities directly aligned that should be our top priority actually i think mm-hmm. uh people that that get injured in the line of duty doing doing not the most dangerous job statistically but certainly a very selfless job yeah. that helps all of us uh we should we should be completely dedicated to taking care of them that being said much like everything in this Orwellian nightmare world, what the bill says it is and what the bill actually is are two very different things. What? No. I know. Shock of shocks. Huh. And you could read Ted Cruz's Ted Cruz's tweet about it. He put out a, a he voted for the bill, as I understand it, and then put out a, a tweet just ex- describing his misgivings about the bill. But effectively, due to a increase of mandatory spending and a decrease of discretionary spending trade-off in the funding mechanism for this bill that is supposed to provide a fund to, to provide relief to our soldiers who have developed complications by being near tar pits. Yeah. Effectively, what Congress has done is created a $400 billion slush fund that is earmarked for all different kinds of special interest pork. And the entire bill is supposed to cost somewhere in this 600 to $700 billion range. So I'll just put it to you bluntly. Less than half of this bill will go to its designated named purpose. That is doublespeak. Yeah. That is gov- government great, according to government survey. Yes. That it is... It's just an Orwellian, totalitarian, authoritarian lie. And what sucks is that people on both sides of the aisle are suckered into voting for this thing because they can't be perceived as as being uncaring, but it is based on a lie. Mm -hmm. And you got to give it to people like Ron Paul, uh, who just wouldn't vote for it. He's just like, I don't care. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. It's a a lie. I hate I hate veterans. Oh, We're I would rather way. I want more tar pits and less veterans. <laughs> yes. If I could if I get rid of every veteran and replace them with a burning tar pit, I would do it. Hi sharks. 
uh, <laughs> I wanted to come and introduce you to my new startup, uh, Tar Pits. It's to replace soldiers overseas. What we do is we just drop tar pits out of planes. <laughs> just pit and all. How do yeah. you drop a pit out of a plane, Hunter? Well, just describe the process, <laughs> the technical process, if you would, for us. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. It shouldn't be that hard. We did it to Dresden. I I explained Anyh- it to you perfectly. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. It, so it's just it's just an authoritarian lie. Yes. From exactly. our from our betters in the political world. And it not sucks. a surprising political lie. Like this this nonsense has been going on for a while. But That's a great point. Tweet us with tr- sorry. Tweet us. Treat us with some respect. Like you know. Hey, like- Mister. Tweet us with some respect. <laughs> I think I know why they might not be. <laughs> I I taught I saw a pudding tat bill. Um. Anyway, but like treat treat a, you know like I know you got to grease the gears. You know, like I get it. Like I understand how politics works. I understand exactly what you're up to there, Christopher. No, and what you know, like but stop lying with these acts. Don't call it the Patriot Act. Don't call it the Inflation Reduction Act. Spoiler, don't call it the um, Tar Pit Relief Bill or whatever the name of this act is. Like, we get it. You know, just stop. Just stop spending omnibus bills. Show us smaller bills. Show us you porking stuff back to your state. Like, okay, fine. Like, I I get that has to happen to some degree. Like, I'm not a fool. You know, I know you're there for the interest of your states. I know you're trying to get reelected. This has been going on forever. I'm not a child. You know, so just yeah. be honest about it. And let's let's all be honest about that's how Washington, D.C. works. You know? Stop treating Hunter like the average American. He's very smart. I'm very, um. <laughs> very dumb. Hey, tweet me with some respect. You um, get what I'm trying to say, though, right? No, like, and, oh, oh, and that's the that's part of it, Hunter, is that there's this the, it's the double speak part of it. Right. Exactly. I'm going to look you in the face and tell you the sky is pink. Right. And. We all know that it's not pink, but... Yeah, and and that is so annoying. Mm -hmm. The other part of this, though, is that why do we put up with this? Why do we put up with omnibus bills? Why do we put up with earmarks in general? Yeah. This is... That that is a complete bastardization and perversion of our intended legal process. Yeah. This it should not be so. This is this is disgusting in the same way that having a secret police is disgusting. This is authoritarian nonsense that you use to subvert the the democratic will of the people. And I'm I understand we're a Republican that things things work with representative democracy in different ways and we don't just vote on every single issue because we mm-hmm. want to have people. But here's the thing. We have representatives that should vote on every single issue on an ad hoc basis. Mm-hmm. It, you have the you have the administrative state to load an undeniably absurd amount of nonsense into these omnibus packages, and then somehow you still manage to spend the money, even though it takes an act of God to spend this much money. It is absolutely inane what these people are able to do mm-hmm. when it comes to wasting my money. However, my children's money. You you have the you have the administrative capability of ferreting all that money away into your open maw of a pocket. Mm. Use that administrative that administrative tact and wherewithal to vote on specific issues. Yeah. We should not put up with this. We should demand that there are no secret police in America, and we should demand that it is transparent to us what are we are getting for our 
representative vote. It is it is absurd that we have to agree to build bridges in Brooklyn at the same time that we agree yes. that we should treat our soldiers with some relief and some respect who have developed complications as as a result of their service. Christopher, that is exactly right. It's correct and it's naive. And that's why your point is so much better than mine. Uh, you know, and I, I'm not trying to be a dumb, but what I'm trying to say is like the difference between what you and I were saying was like, you have the right take of it, you know, is like, we should, we should demand that of our government. And I kind of am saying like our government has been a pile of horse dung for, yeah, fit, for like hundreds of years. Why would it ever get better? And I, I, I honestly, I, I think my point is moving it, in the right direction. I think your point is where it should be. And I agree yeah. with you. And I think that's well, right. It, it, here's the thing. At least stop lying to us. I agree with you. Yeah, At yeah, least yeah, stop yeah, yeah. lying. But, yeah. but, and I, I understand that a, a complete perfect implementation of any system is a sure. pie in the sky dream. But why, why are we so complacent? I guess that's my question. You're right. Why aren't, You're why right. aren't we tending in that direction? Why aren't the American people deleting the careers of people that do not push us in that direction. I don't understand why we put up with this. You're right. And I think one of the problems, this is, you know, so Alex Tocqueville, who wrote Democracy on America, basically said it was the idiots that went into politics. And that was his take on it because... He, Boy, howdy, was he right. Well, yeah. What he basically saw was the people who went into politics were the people who were um, essentially doing what they were told, right? And so I think he's correct, in that respect, you know, because it's still that's still the pattern you kind of see today. It's like, is Joe Biden the really impressive thinker or is it Elon Musk? It's obviously right. Elon Musk. And it's the same thing that Tocqueville said. He said the entrepreneurs are the ones who are actually driving America and bringing it to a new place. However, the problem with that is it, it, we're a victim of our own success, right? Globalization and everything like that has made those idiots really powerful. Right. And that's kind of and I we're stuck. We're stuck there because all the money, all the money in God's green earth is in the American government. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so it's mm -hmm. like, let, let me let me give you this example, because I think I think you're exactly right. Yep. Take a look at how how the enterprise world interacts with the scholastic world. Now, the enterprise world, the enterprising world, the entrepreneurial world mm -hmm. is primarily private sector mm -hmm. the education and scholastic world is primarily public sector sure yeah even a bunch of private schools receive public uh, grants to do research correct they these companies who are built by bootstrappers by and large refuse to hire someone to a a intelligence worker position who doesn't have a rubber stamp from one of these public degrees you're right that, that from one of these public universities they have they have fallen asleep, in my opinion, at the wheel, mm -hmm. and maybe times are about to get tough enough on them that we'll wake back up. Mm. Uh, but they've fallen asleep, and they have made the assumption okay. that the people in the teaching field mm -hmm. are as expert in that field as, as they, they yep. are in the enterprising field, and it's not true. It's not true. Yeah, people in the public sector are not as expert by almost by definition. Mm. Almost by definition. They couldn't do something or they chose not to do something that was technically, economically useful. 
that doesn't mean that I don't think that there should be research. That doesn't mean that I have disrespect for everybody in the scholastic industry, but I have disrespect for many of them. Mm. I don't mm. hold many of them in high esteem. Right. And the uh, the average school teacher is a moron. And that's and I'm sorry. May, and you could say they should get paid more. Well, they Wait. don't because on average they're functionally they're they're functionally below the average. When you publicize, I can't say it. When you publicize, publicize, when you publicize education, right? You lose private incentives. You're right, right? exactly. And I and I I'm not saying what the proper thing is there, but I have met some people that are teachers that really really are good at teaching and can explain things to people and break it down into simple concepts and give it to people in a way that they can grow and they do better and they learn and it improves their lives. Right. Uh, we should want to pay people like that a lot of money, you know, because absolutely. Yeah. But I've seen plenty of people who can't do basic math and are called teachers. Right. right. And it's like, well, where was the gate that was supposed to keep you out? Because it didn't that's, work. That's the problem is that, unfortunately, an industry is effective based on the average of mm-hmm. the industry. And the average of the public sphere is not very not very good. That's why it's refreshing yeah. to see someone like Ron DeSantis who has that fighter spirit. But yeah. he, go, he goes, I'm here to enforce the law of Florida. You know, he was just he was on the news this week yeah. removing a, a federal pro- or a state prosecutor that wouldn't prosecute the laws, the laws yeah. of the land of florida he goes look this isn't my decision these are the laws and i'm gonna do what i'm told it's mm. like that's your that's that's the type of humility that we're looking for in a public sure. servant sure. and that's really refreshing You're to not see god we don't yeah we don't and we don't want any more heroes yes but the heroes are people that are going to put bodies on mars mm. potentially mm. alive ones but the <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> politics is not a place for our heroes the one exception is wartime and the people i'm talking about are on the battlefield not making speeches over the radio yeah uh yeah not that i i think that there's not some brave things those people did but they they pale in comparison to the average grunt sure. so anyhow we don't need heroes in the public sector so uh, th- it suffice to say we the people in the industry that say, oh, well, you got to have a college degree, have bought into the lie that the people who are providing the college degrees are experts like they are experts and that it is not true. You're yeah. not an expert because you dedicate your life to something. I'm and on the, uh, on the other line. side of that, they, they believe the same thing about the government. We, we have bought into that lie as a people about the government, that the politicians are experts at politics. Yeah. And the truth is it's a non-expert field. I'm going to put together like a 20-second theory that I think is pretty rock solid here. Um, by making a couple of loose connections. I think when people uh, were able to, uh, through industrial revolution, urbanize and agriculture was able to meet all the needs of the people who were not having to farm, right? As that became industrialized, so to speak, there became this problem where kids were not needed for labor out in the fields and they were not needed for the white collar jobs and the blue collar jobs, right? They were too young to essentially perform those, not experienced or well-trained enough. And so they had to go to school to learn instead of going to the field to learn, right? And we needed uh, daycare or parents to like take care of that. And so for essentially it's like, there's this whole host of life that you can be involved in and learn stuff in that is really how we have been educated for years. 
right? And like learning, like by doing. Mm-hmm. And I, now we have this problem where we have this whole host of children that need to learn a lot to be able to be a productive intelligence workers in society. And so school is our response to that need, not necessarily how we've learned things throughout time, right? right. And so, and this is my message to everybody graduating from high school go do a trade. Like, I'm serious. You're needed. There's people that want to teach you. There's people that would love to be involved in that. And if you have the wherewithal and the knowledge, start a business that does that installs glass today. Start a business that installs. Um, go learn go, steel. Go start go your be own a steel plumber. company. Be a welder. Do it all, I, man. And it's all there. And guess what? Everybody's old and wants to teach you. There's no young people anymore. There's none. no young people in there. Get there as quickly as you in can. Fact, because you'll... we were talking to an electrician last night yeah. who said that everybody else is about to retire. Yes. And they're trying to just cram knowledge into the... When we lose electricians... Nothing happens. Yes, Hospitals exactly. don't happen. Schools don't happen. Roads don't happen. Uh, nothing. The, the, your video game store doesn't happen. Yes. Your restaurant doesn't happen. I mean, like there, there is so much. And, and also, I'm, I'm very There's blessed, so and, and you're much very blessed. Money to be had. We we, we work white collar jobs, and sure. but I'll tell you this: for people our age, absolutely decimating the average absolutely decimating the average my friends that make a similar amount of money to me are not my other white collar friends they are my tradesmen friends they sure. are yeah. they are my my skilled labor friends yep. they make tons of money yep. tons of money way more than my average white collar friend yep. it is it is absurd yeah you're 100 percent right i know carpenters that made over six figures you know uh last year right and yeah. I'm not over six figures in the six figures. That's what I mean to say. They didn't make millions of dollars. Uh, but you, you yeah. get what I'm trying to say is like, like you can make as much money as you want to make in that field, you know? And I, and you also don't have any pressure of like your pressure is I have to show up for work. I have to work as long as I'm supposed to be at work. And then I have to go home. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's your job pressure. So like get after it, stop doing, yeah. uh, stop, stop going to college. Like <laughs> as as a society, and to bring it back to the point, as a society, we have to unplug from believing that the public sector is the best and brightest among us. They are not. You are not a flyover rube if you live in the middle of the country and you are a welder. In fact, you have more. You you likely have more technical and practical intelligence than almost everybody in the public sphere. And almost young, everyone. And if you're young and you can bring that technolo- tech technology aspect into that field like you can already start being a mover and shaker and entrepreneur by finding literally ways. you can you can print money in my opinion exploiting how bad a bunch of these tradesmen are at technology yep you could you can print money yep um anyhow learn to code literally learn to code learn to code, learn to code. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't have to get you don't have to go to to school learn to code start a, a start an electrician's business yep. preferably in a state that doesn't force you to unionize learn to code and build useful infrastructure that helps you accomplish the job of of being an electrician and i'm not just making up like have an app that does a wire for you no i'm no. saying i'm saying learn have, what a conductor have is. somewhat semi-competent booking and and have an app that allows people to to make requests to you and they can get automated updates and you can fulfill requests and you can organize yourself. You will crush the majority of people currently operating in that space. They don't have it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's so right. any, anyhow, um, 
very practical bringing it back into our last topic here yeah sorry about the detour there but I no it's it a good detour because well it, it folds in right because yeah. because we're we're obsessed with the public this public sector who is obsessed with lying to us to steal our money mm. lying to mm. us and forcing us to make these faustian bargains between a set of alternatives that represent a completely manufactured dichotomy mm. between uh giving aoc another cashmere sweater and giving someone some some health care who who served our country mm. completely manufactured dichotomy mm. um our last story then is the unbelievably IRA. Orwellian Irish Republican Army. <laughs> no, <laughs> the Inflation Reduction Act. Let me paint you a picture. The Inflation Reduction Act wasn't always called the Inflation Reduction Act. What? It used to be called something else. It was called the Build Back Better Bill. And you'll remember that Build Back Better is the only three words that our decrepit octogenarian president can remember. He said them a lot. He'd be like, hey, man, I don't want a plan that works for today, Americans. I want a plan that works for all tomorrow, Americans. Okay? Build Back Better. Shoot from the shoulder. Come on. And then you would be like, I don't know what that means. And you dove into it and you figured out that it meant wind farms solar manufacturing infrastructure that nobody cares about and making sure that every sea turtle has its neck freed from a six-pack plastic holder hmm. it is just completely boondoggleless these people that pretend to like clean energy and, and hate nuclear i could i could never stop being angry at them and yet mm. And yet, I've got other things to do with my time. Mm. Regardless, that was the Build Back Better bill. It was $2.2 to $2.3 trillion worth of spending. Well, our government, since the pandemic, has been helicoptering cash into a stalled economy at an alarming, alarming rate. We actually made direct deposits to taxpayers' accounts in what will be looked upon in the near future as one of the most ridiculous economic decisions of all time. You literally do not do anything for people when you give them all money. Yep. It, it, it is the, it, it is like the strict helicopter cash. It's where the term helicopter cash comes from, mm -hmm. that if you have an isolated economy and you helicopter drop $1,000 into everyone's backyard, you haven't made anybody rich. You've made all the prices go up. Yep, and that, exactly. is, that is economically and statistically true. And we all were like, oh, $1,400. And there was some lag time where we got to spend that money before the prices went up. We will pay every single red cent of that and more back to the federal government yep. in just in taxes by the increase in the prices that we will see. It, it will have saved us $0 and 0 cents. It will have cost us money. This is one of the most unbelievably stupid things that you can do to an economy what mm. we should have done is not locked our economy down but bygones are bygones and i only weep openly over spilt milk that being said the build back better 2.2 2.3 trillion dollars was a another brick in the wall of spending that president biden has engaged in since he took over uh, a couple Januaries hence. Mm. Joe Manchin 
was standing was, in the gap. Was yeah, was holding back the, the dogs. Yes, literally Leonidas standing yeah. standing in the expanse, yeah. being pushed towards the edge of the sea, keeping the spinning away from from uh, the predations of the executive branch. Mm-hmm. Then inflation hit. And there's been a lot of lies about inflation. The biggest lie is calling it Putin's price hike. You can absolutely take a jog, President Biden. Take a bike ride. Yeah. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about. You know, uh, you can tell that that's a Democrat uh, marketing strategy because if it was Trump, he would have called it uh, uh, Putin's price hike. He would have called it price hike Putin, you know, like immediately. Like just flip the – you put the insult in front of their name, you know, every yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So, that's, what, yeah. Oh, that's what he does. It's not yeah. It's not Joe that – Price hike Putin. Oh, price hike Putin. Yeah, yeah, he would have done it. That's and it's, it, it's better. It, you know, I'm, it's catchy. I miss him. I miss him. I miss the him art a of the deal. Bit. Gosh, terrible book. <laughs> terrible <laughs> book. Terrible stakes. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't buy it. Terrible him. cover for a book. <laughs> like I picked up the book in the store and I was like, I'm not gonna buy it. And President Trump animated himself on the cover of the paperback and said, "That's the art of the deal, right there." I've taught you everything I could teach you. I've taught you everything. He winked and turned back into a piece of paper. Anyway, I've stopped doing mushrooms in Barnes & Noble. (laughs) So, Joe Manson in the gas. Inflation has been going up for a long time before the war in Ukraine started. Mm -hmm. And it's been going up because we have been raking barrelful after barrelful of dollars into an economy that was on fire. Yes based on increased spending as we were coming out of the pandemic. And of course they blamed it on supply chains being slow to start up. And there's some lag in supply chains that do cause price hikes, but nothing like what we're seeing, nothing like this uh, astounding decade record setting inflation that we've been seeing. And so what happens to the build back better act? It's like, well, maybe we shouldn't spend $2.3 trillion because that literally cannot do anything to help inflation it by definition hurts inflation adding more money to the economy causes inflation to go up period period especially when the services backing the money that you're going to print and spend are boondoggle services like solar farms that will give people jobs for a while and then just be huge money pits tar pits Mm -hmm. if you will Mm. for money they took Build Back Better, they stripped it down to 700 and something trillion dollars. I'm sorry, billion dollars. Whew. Just had a little heart attack hearing myself say that. <laughs> $700 billion. And called it the Inflation Reduction Act. Ooh, it is an catchy. amended version of the Build Back Better Act. And Joe Manchin is either so cheap or so stupid that he went... Well, this seems great. It's literally like when you watch an old episode of Scooby-Doo and you're like, well, yeah, it's that butler who came and answered the door holding a bloody knife and saying, I'm going to kill you and your stupid dog. 
later on they see him wearing the same exact clothes with the same bloody knife but he's wearing like a fish head mask and they're like it's a monster who could that possibly be that's that was how the build back better bill they put on a little hat on it that said inflation reduction act and joe manchin was like well i think i'll try some of that in that case and he voted for it it passed it's signed into law and then mystery of mysteries the congressional budget office came out and said yeah, actually, it's not going to reduce inflation at all mm-hmm. this year. And next year, it will be almost not noticeable. How ridiculous is it on its face that this new problem of inflation emerges? And the answer to it is like, oh, you know what? We've got something for that. Exactly what I wanted to do before anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, and it's it, insane. It, it can't work. It's insane. It's insane to suggest that. I would really, like, I've always thought this way. It's like if a president was elected and said, look, this is going to be really hard, but we're in a lot of debt, and it's incumbent upon us to start making a plan to deal with that debt so that we can handle things in the future. We can be strong. We can have a good military. We can no longer be controlled by people who have collected our debt, China, and handle new pandemics that arise in the future where we can actually do things with our economy that make make sense to that extent i'm going to raise taxes and i'd be like okay if your plan is to make america stronger by raising my taxes today and that's the plan and you can show me how that all works and everything and i and i and you have built into it reducing taxes when the deficit's paid exactly like like i'm on board tomorrow i'm on board right now like i i don't have a problem with that the same thing happens here is like if someone came up to us and said, look, we're going to have to pull the plug on some spending. You know, we are going to have to kind of go into a recession as easily as we can, because that's the only thing that's really going to affect pricing. That's the only thing that's going to slow down the economy. Right. And in, in the proper way, I would hear that and it'd be hard. And I know it's going to hurt people. And I would want I'd want there to be in that conversation some conversation it's like hey we're going to kind of ramp slowly into this we're going to do some spending for the people at the margins and we're going to slowly taper that off as we see inflation come down and the economy hurt and contract and contract a bit we're going to try to help as many people as we can by tapering that off and like some kind of plan there to kind of see that through great but everything that happens it's treating me like a child. Like, I don't understand how inflation works. Like, I don't understand that when you just dump money into the economy, it makes everybody's life worse eventually. Like, it's fine now, but at someday, you know, the law, the, the our debt is going to get called and all the prices are going to get screwed up. And it's going to be exactly where we are today, where, um, you know, we can't get anything because everything is so elastic. You know, everyone built built a backyard uh, porch when they got their money from the government. You know, because who wasn't going to spend it on you that? You just said back porch like an alien who was trying to convince other people he was human. Hi, welcome <laughs> to my back yard wooded area. Yes, exactly, my wooded area. No, but so, you're exactly right. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, it. it there's Thank no you. way that this can help inflation, and it's it is so 
it, it is so pedantic not to treat us like adults and just say like, oh, my agenda already helped inflation and you're yeah. dumb enough to buy that. Yeah, um, exactly. Stupid little Americans. It's Orwellian. It's doublespeak. Mm-hmm. It is a open lie. It's authoritarian and totalitarian mm. to lie to the American people like that and gaslight the American people like that. It is it's what Russia did when they go, of course food is on the way. Of course we have the best people doing the farming. Not that we just murdered everyone who actually knew how to get a potato to come out of the ground. That We put the best government people on it because trust the best government. And by the way, if you don't trust the best government, we've had people come out talking about you know, like this Mar-a-Lago thing, and they're like, I can't believe the threat that the FBI is under right now. It's like, I can. I can't believe that you would do that. I can't believe that you would treat the american people with such open disdain i can't Mm. believe you do something so unprecedented i can't Mm. believe that you think that you should be protected when you are treating the american people like they are under the gun of an authoritarian authoritarian style tactic Mm. not an authoritarian regime but authoritarian and totalitarian tactics is exactly what's being played out right here so let's name it the inflation reduction act Let's go down the list. And we're just going to have to play these clips. These clips are too wild to believe that they're true. They are yeah. so freaking funny and so so obvious. We just have to play it. So take it away, Congressman Jamie Rask, <laughs> Raskin. He's a Democrat from Maryland. As, as soon as the act goes into uh, effect, I hope that all of the provisions will begin to work. I, am, uh, I, I know that those who've been blaming President Biden for the inflation going up are now giving President Biden all the credit for inflation going down. So we're moving things in the right direction already. Yeah, and what parts of the bill do you think will we'll quickly work on that specifically? The, the, uh, next question. Next question, Hunter. Next, next question. question. <laughs> of course it's going to... I hope that all, all the things that it's going to do and all the procedures... Yeah, but how is it actually going to work? No, treat, I can't do that. I can't talk about that. Treat me like an adult. It's just, so ridiculous. Like, like I... I, I know it doesn't, you know, just tell me it doesn't. Like, if that's not what you're trying to do with this bill, just say it. Like, if you're going to pass whatever you're going to pass, that's fine. But it's, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, it's just, it's obnoxious. And I but, and I know what they're trying to do. I know they're trying to get reelected. I know that they're trying to play this double speak game. I know all that. But it's like, um, we're, 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 those selfish monsters are burning our future away, our children's future away, so that they can get reelected in two years. Well, it gets worse. Okay. <laughs> ABC's Jonathan Carl interviewing Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre, mm. uh, the press secretary. What can only be described as the first... I was thinking about it earlier today, Hunter. <laughs> Kareem Jean-Pierre looks like if Lori Lightfoot drank the blood of a virgin to regain her youth. But she's somehow miraculously less intelligent. Like, (laughs) I know when you think about Lori Lightfoot, you're not like, oh, the wisdom of old age. But when you compare to Kareem Jean-Pierre, you're like, wow, she's really seasoned. (laughs) Anyhow, Green Jean-Pierre is being... being Why? (laughs) Look at them. Pull up the picture side by side. You're right. I'm not going to argue with you. (laughs) It's impossible. Yeah, she's young Beetlejuice. She's a prequel to Beetlejuice. That never got made. Okay. Anyhow. Run the um, clip. 
they yeah this is this is jonathan carl being interviewed or interviewing kareem jean pierre he he points out that the congressional budget office says that this won't help inflation and here's her reply but but let me ask you it's, it's called the inflation reduction act but the Congressional Budget Act uh, uh, Office, which is nonpartisan, said that there would be a negligible impact on inflation this year and barely impact inflation at all uh, next year. I mean, isn't it almost Orwellian? How can you call it Inflation Reduction no. Act when the nonpartisan experts say it's not going to? So I appreciate that. Down? I appreciate the question. We've actually addressed this, the, the CBO. It was the top line number. There's more in there that shows uh, that it will have the money uh, from. Remember how we're doing this too. It's it's making sure that billionaires uh, in corporate America are paying are paying their fair share, making sure that it's that the tax code is a little bit more fair. And so when you do that, when you put it in its totality. You will see that it will it will bring down, lower the deficit, which will help fight inflation. Let me let me run part of that back for you in case yep. you didn't catch how much nothing just got said. No, so I appreciate that. I appreciate the question. We've actually addressed this. The CBO, it was the top line number. There's more in there that shows that it will have the money from. Uh, remember how we're doing this what what in the world is that a sentence and here's here's the most the most damning one of all in my opinion joe manchin admits that inflation the inflation act won't quote immediately reduce inflation well why'd you vote for it then joe yeah yeah all right why 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 gaslight your state like this why why look the constituents of west virginia in the eye and saying i did the Reduce Inflation Act, when you know it won't reduce inflation. And the yeah. Congressional Budget Office knows it won't reduce inflation. And every single Democratic operative on the Hill knows it won't reduce inflation. Mm-hmm. Corrine Jean-Pierre knows it won't reduce inflation. Yeah, And Eric Holder knows... I'm sorry, not Eric Holder. I'm reading my wrong, my wrong notes. But uh, Jamie Raskin won't, knows it won't reduce inflation. Mm-hmm. It's just... It is, it is such a lie. It is Orwellian. It is doublespeak. So here's the point. Here's what all three of these stories are connected by. Our federal government has become incredibly authoritarian. I mean, we all made jokes earlier this year about the Truth and Reconciliation Council. <laughs> and we're like, well, that's straight out of Orwell. And we called it we called it uh, Big Brother and the Ministry of Truth and all of those things. But it's not a joke, actually. Like, it's not to the point where we have cameras watching us what we do in our homes. But it is to the point where, based on a nonsense, a nonsense document, they can, read, they can raid the private residence of both a former president and the prospective candidate for 2024. I mean, how, how much further down the secret police slide do you want to do you want to run and let's just run a little thought experiment here if they can do that if they can raid the personal residence and share the private business of any candidate that opposes them who can Mm. stop them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where's the line And it, just because it's Trump and not a lot of people, not everyone loves Trump, do you want to ignore it? But the principle is that if they can do it to Trump, they can do it to anyone they don't like. And where do you, where, so how do you beat that? 
Mm. Is that not secret police enough for you? Mm-hmm. It is for me. If they force me to to choose to give money, the majority of my money away to a cause so that they can't say that I'm against veterans who were injured in the line of duty, then how do I win? If you could just openly lie to my face and say, oh, well, you're against the Tar Pit Reco- Relief Act for veterans. And I go, no, you're taking, you're taking 66 cents of every dollar and just saving it for hats. And they could rewrite that narrative in real time. And the media is their lapdog in all of this. Let's yes. not forget. Yeah. They're the enablers in a lot of this. Then how do you win? And how, how can we ever make meaningful change to issues that actually affect Americans like inflation if they're going to just do what they want to do anyway and tell us that they're considering the issues that we care about? Hmm. They did. That's what they did. They took the bill, shaved a little bit of it off, and just said, oh, this helps inflation. And then as soon as this passed, like, well, it won't really help inflation. Mm-hmm. Well, Oceania's always been fighting with Britannia. Mm-hmm. And what do you mm-hmm. mean? They've always been fighting Colombia. Mm-hmm. Col- uh, mm-hmm. Britannia's never fought Oceania. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. How, how Orwellian are you willing to let it get? Mm-hmm. Th- this, is, this is absolutely disturbing. And, and so here's the point. Our federal government is decayed and rotten to a point where it will either be extremely painful to save or it needs to die. And we've gotten to that point. We've gotten to this point where it is going to take effort on the part of every single citizen to be diligent about scraping the scabs and oozing pustules away from this bloated, decaying, waterlogged corpse of a federal government where we can't back down on things like the Inflation Recovery Act. We have to go, no, every single one of you POSs that voted for this is gone. You liars. You lied to our faces, and we have to get rid of you. And by the way, the media and the federal bureaucracies that enabled you to do this, you're gone right along with you. And the next person we vote for has to remove their ability to gaslight us like this, or you're gone too. Or this gets to a point where we have no liberty. There's the, these are our options at this point. Yeah, and I think what you say there, Christopher, is you can hear it one way, and it sounds like you're saying we've got to go get our bayonets and our muskets and our powder horns and get it done. And, Look at me. I'm your Huckleberry, if that's what you... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I, but I actually hear it the way that you intend it, which is the Solzhenitsyn view, which is all that it takes to put everything back together is for everybody not to tell lies, right? Yeah. That's, and that's, that is hard. It's really hard because it means every day that you interact with your fellow Americans, every day you go to your job, every day you interact with your, pol- with your politics, you have to speak the truth. And how do you do that? Like, what, what are the tools? Well, it's the ministry of truth. It's making fun of the clowns. It's not giving them an inch and, and lampooning them. It's getting mad when it's time to get mad, right? It's, uh, it's me, st- to make it practical, it's, it's not allowing lies to reign at your dinner party. Exactly, exactly. 
it's losing some friends maybe yes yes it, it's it, but but at the its core it's changing some minds right you have and, to be about the game of changing minds right and and i i believe what i said and if it's if it's revolution or reconstitution or revivication i'll be for america and its its principles till the end mm. i don't wish to see the dissolution of the country that i love but let's not mince words any longer that we cannot go on like this mm-hmm. the horrors of the 20th century will replicate themselves in the 21st the only difference will be that the machine that is powering the structure will be much more powerful than it was in the past mm. we have unbelievable capacity to do harm and when we allow this this nightmare post-apocalyptic double speak these open lies this gaslighting and the secret police in our government you can stay asleep so long as your life is still good but there comes a point where you can't walk backwards mm. and i am i'm afraid of how far we've already come mm. i'm afraid of how far we've already come and that does not endorse any type of violence mm. if there's a time for violence it will be very apparent and it is not very apparent now but it but, does endorse fnxfit.com because absolutely. do you want to prove Christopher wrong and prove that you actually can walk backwards further than he said? You're not going to be able to do that without the apple cider gummy bears. It's going to be impossible. Your, your ankles right now couldn't manage more than a handful of steps before they turn into a, a slurry of bone powder and cartilage dust and blood. You will, <laughs> You will... Be as Gumby, a non-Newtonian fluid, attempting to pretend like a human being, you fat piece of debris. So buy yourself some some apple cider gummies because they're great for weight loss. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Oh my and gosh. you can support the show. Yeah. Like your yeah. ankles can't support your burgeoning waistline, you orca. Oh, no. Wow. How how did I jump into your bit, your rant at the end there, and then you outdid me? <laughs> like, I'm, all, I'm always ready to support our sponsor. <laughs> no doubt. In the no only doubt. way I know how. No, you can't... Look, I'm a company man. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Mm. Join the fight. The peaceful fight for now. Mm. be diligent speak the truth and whatever it costs you i promise you it will be cheaper than acquiescing to lies yes that's that i promise you true so that's that's that you can find us on facebook carl point podcast find me at chris x carl on instagram uh no longer <laughs> but on twitter and you can find <laughs> out at, at emotional carl um Follow the show at Carl Pulling. We're at carlpulling.com. Rate us on iTunes or Spotify, please. Uh, share share the show with your friends. The majority of our, our traffic comes from people sharing the show with their friends, so we really appreciate that. And if you're in the sound of my voice, uh, we love you. If you're worried that you have monkeypox, just use this simple flowchart. Have I been having anonymous sex with multiple partners, predominantly males? If you answered no, don't worry about it. If you're worried that you have anything else, please. 
get tested.